Hey, 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 it's MMA and Beyond. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Thank you, everybody who writes in. Thank you, everybody who's giving us five-star ratings on iTunes. You're helping so many people find this show. I was just telling everyone before we started that I'm finally starting to see this show not only posted by us, but posted by other people. The, the audio is being cut and used as memes and great stuff. I also appreciate the team who's putting up awesome pictures of, of us for each show. I appreciate it. Shout out to Onnit, Onnit the health and fitness juggernaut dedicated to delivering total human optimization. Check out onnit.com slash MMA beyond. Uh, that is a promo code. If you already use Onnit, so throw in our promo code MMA beyond and you get a 10% discount. Welcome, welcome Ray Longo, Dr. Sherry. And who's this yeah, big, who strong was, fella? Uh, yeah, who is this? You got John the Manimal Beneducci here. Hey, guys. Guys, I've been a big fan of your podcast what? for all 44 episodes. Listen, you don't have to start oh, off like that. Yeah. We, like, we like you. You don't have to do that. Yeah, well, Seriously. just making sure. So, <laughs> it's a big, to big have stuff to have here, you here. We got a big week coming up, man. We got a big week coming up. I'm looking really for, excited. Looking for yeah. your insight. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've been training with Steamroller, you know. Awesome. And he had, I mean, a, he had a great one. And yeah, well, I just left him, so he had a really Weidman's good one tonight. a little big for me. To, I mean, I'm not really the right training partner for him unless I maybe, you know, hit the buffet <laughs> for I like mean, six hours. Then. I mean, the only problem with Frivola I had was like right in the middle of camp, he went to... He went to a retreat. Yes, it was running the retreat. <laughs> I go, where you go? I mean, what are we doing this weekend? Well, I got to go to Manimal's retreat. I go, you're, you're fucking joke. No, no, Manimal no. Manimal training camp. Come on. Yeah, it's a good week. It's a good almost, You should be listed as a trainer at this point. Wait, what's Manimal training yeah. camp? So I do a training camp in upstate New York where I bring a group of people upstate. We do three workouts in a day. I do a weekend, two days in the weekend. And then I try to really get a comprehensive approach to someone's health and fitness. I used to own so a like gym. An all round workout, not just jujitsu. Not just jujitsu. Okay. So we have the mats out there. So we'll do one jujitsu session. We'll do a kickboxing session. Then uh, I used to do strongman competitions. We'll do a strongman workout. We'll do an assessment first. Call that a rite of passage. We do basics though push ups, sit ups, how fast you row, a thousand meters. Really, I just try to get a gauge of what people are good at, what they're lacking, and then try to fill in the gaps. I used to own a gym, and I find that. When you train someone and you see them like in their regular life all the time, maybe not so much for fighters, but for like the regular average Joe, you don't really get the to affect as much change in their fitness and their <laughs> health as you would when they come up for the weekend. Now I could take a look at them the whole weekend. Captive see, audience. Yeah, yeah, they're already there. Yeah. They're not thinking, oh, shit, I have to finish this workout. Go pick my kids up. And then uh, and then I got to go do this. It's like, OK, I have the weekend. I'm dedicated the weekend to to, right. to learning. We and they're in a psychological place where they've obviously made a commitment for at least the weekend to be focused on that. And Steamroller brings his dad up. His dad tries to choke me out every second he gets. <laughs> He's awesome. like, oh, you're a black belt, huh? I'm Challenge like, accepted. I'm like, big, big Sal. <laughs> big Sal, yeah. <laughs> Sal tried to go so hard with me. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with him? And his nickname is the Bulldozer. So we got the Steamroller and the Bulldozer. And the Bulldozer. Then Big Sal behaves himself up there. It's very outspoken when he's at the gym. I'm telling you, he tried to choke me. I'm showing a move. And he just jumps on my back. Now we're in the grappling match. Then I'm like, I have to choke him, but he doesn't want to tap. And I'm like, oh, am I going to have to like, how hard am I going to have to choke him to like, Make I him think, tap I now. think him, you got to choke pretty hard. Yeah, so I then when I woke him up, it. he was like, come on, are you going to do something? I was like, you're already asleep. That's it. You're That's done. It. You know? nice. <laughs> so no, it's steamroller. And so then we get a lot of recovery. Up. 
In the middle of right in the middle of the thing. Yeah, but he's training. You hit three workouts that day. See what I'm talking about? This is part of the problems of being a trainer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you know, we get a lot of good recovery up there. Cold plunge, hot tub, steaks. I mean, you know, steaks sound good. Steaks, yeah, that's the best part. That's the best part. Just for the steaks. Just for the steaks, right? If I get you up there, unbelievable. Joe would die. My part. I have a partner for it. Is McKillop up there? Yeah, McKillop all the time. Very nice guy. That's my. He's so that's pretty cool. So, yeah. so how often do you run these camps? Seasonally, every three months. You know, I don't have the draw yet to do them all the time. Right. But if I did, I, you know, I would love to. Usually we wait for the warmer months so we can take advantage of the pool up there. And we do it close. It's in uh, Cold Spring, New York. Maybe an hour drive. Oh, that's pretty cool. So it works out pretty good. Like, you're, it's far enough upstate that you feel like you're in the woods, but close enough to the city that, you know, you could get back if you need to. Right. Right, right. It's pretty smart. an issue. That's smart. Right, um, we got a lot of stuff that's going on, buddy. Yeah. A lot of stuff this God, week. I got a lot of stuff going well, we, on. We got to get back to him, though, because oh, he's, this, is, this is an first interesting all, dude. <laughs> first of all, it's the first time I've seen you at the gym before. First time we, we connect, dude's all energy. Yeah. He's all energy, man. I mean, you usually see me just working. So when I'm yeah. if I'm doing Aljo's wrestling class, there's not a lot of energy left over other than <laughs> trying not to let those kids kill me. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm uh, old in the game right now. I had a long layoff. And, how uh, old are you? 37, I'm going to be 38. Well, but I when, when you fought for the first time, how old were you? My first pro fight was 2003. So I fought pro 2003. I think I was 23. Wow. Yeah. 15 you... years. Yeah, I'm going to be 38. Wow. That's right. Yeah. Wow. yeah, so I was 23. So I had like three fights when I was 23. Then I, I had another fight at 27. Now, then what I weight, what my... weight was that fight at, those fights? Those were 55 they because were who 55. the hell cut? Yeah, yeah, now yeah. Now I'm – you well, so – I hurt my shoulder training. I had my shoulder reconstructed twice. So that kept me out for a long time. Then I owned the gym for like five years. And that was right. I mean, can you imagine training for a fight? Like it's so much hours. Yeah. You want to sleep, you know? Uh, So then I was out for 10 years. Then I had sold my gym and uh, it didn't work out. And I was like, oh, you know, I started training. I was like, I'd like to do something. And uh, I wound up just because I do like to talk. I got a fight in Bellator on the undercard. And it didn't go my way, but it was a competitive fight for what it lasted. No, I mean, no, Ray was, worked no, the corner, no, his, and it was no easy decade? fight, let me tell yeah. you. Yeah. This no, freaking kid, kid, was a young kid, this kid had five fights in Bellator. He's like 25. Yeah. I mean, I took him down, you know, and I was like, F ring rust. I'm all right. <laughs> you know, and it was so uh, he, uh, so I catch him with a good right hand. He throws a kick, breaks my elbow, but I didn't notice it till after. But I heard, the, heard it when I watched the fight. So I, he lands the kick. I circle, and I was like, oh, okay. I picked up the timing on the kick. Pick it up. I take him down. Now I'm on top, and I'm a black belt in jiu-jitsu. I was like, I'm doing all right. I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And I I start landing hammer fist, elbow. We're on the ground for about 30, 40 seconds. And the kid was just huge and explosive. Wound up getting up. We scrapped on the feet a little bit, but I took a nasty cut under the eye. And uh, long story short, it didn't go my way, but, you know. I yeah, mean, it was good. Uh, it was, good, it, it was a good jumped, time. He jumped in after a lot of years. That's a lot, lot of years, years and just years. jumped oh, right against, into deep end. Yeah. I'm a sink or swim kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you are. Man. And, uh, you go from zero to Bellator. Yeah, you are. Yeah, and it That's did me incredible. no favors in that fight. <laughs> and 55, I like to go down to 45 for my next one. I wanted to get on that Long Island card, but Universe had me do different things, which I'm fine with. I'm not, uh, oh, you know. So you're still. You still I want to get another fight in? Hell yeah! I want to. I want to get a. I mean, I've been training since that fight. I've been at the gym, you know, three days a week at Rays, two days a week at Sarah's. I go to Henzo's once a week. My strength and conditioning. I, 
feel good. Why not? You know, why not? Looks why good. Not? I mean, except when Rob's kicking my ass. <laughs> Ray is like my dad. So I, we, we're sparring <laughs> Wednesday night, and it's like uh, we do eight threes after the class, like, like as part of the, mm. the live training. First, you know, I do seven, and everyone was supposed to sit out around. So I go to sit out the last round, and Marab's like, no, let's, let's go yeah. around. And, and the first time we went, I, I was doing good. Our first round, we sparred together. And then, you know, we mixed it up. I went with Pietro. What the hell is that? Yeah. Yeah. Pietro, <laughs> we had this guy, Pietro. He's like a 185-pound fighter, and he's like six foot two. <laughs> he's a big kid. So yeah, I can't get big. to the guy. So I start doing the iron broom and I almost caught him with it. And, uh, and he was like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, I'm trying to do something here. Like I'm <laughs> trying to do something to make this work. And then I'm dead tired. And Marab's like, let's, we go, come on. And that's when Ray walks in and he's just kicking my ass. I threw a lazy kick and he picked it up and like earths me. And Ray's like, Ooh, look. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm like, like Marab is just mauling him. Like, oh my god, he was just kicking my ass. I was so dead. You know, Marab has no because it's like he just got speed. there. There's only like one pace. Yeah, yeah, he, he has no yeah. light pace. He, no. he just can't go like even when he says, "No, no, no, right, no problem." No, I'm going. And you know what the problem it's just was? In total insanity. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's fucking. I went insanity. so hard the first few rounds too, and then I was like, "Dude, I'm like." It's <laughs> awesome. I was like, "Could you slow down? Could you just chill a second? No, no, no break no. at all. No, so, he's just that guy. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes he's working out, and we'll be, you know, we'll have our innocent little no gi class going, and he'll just jump in. Oh, yeah, he'll yeah, just yeah, jump yeah, exactly, in, mangle yeah. a few people, and then go back. <laughs> walk out, and then he'll go back to yeah, like, like it's nothing. Like it was nothing. Yeah. It's like a tornado that hits, hits. a town <laughs> and then just goes back, and you have all the no gi guys just laying there. It's it, he no, has he's actually bored. Yeah, I think he's it's bored. Yeah, he, he goes, just, he just mangles in. some yeah. people and then goes back to the corner to do whatever he was doing and yeah. it's just like dude <laughs> anyway, what do we got on the docket Buddy, now we got we got some fights last night we had some fights last oh, night that man. seemed Gian extra late man in a freaking slobber knocker wait did know. you see Split the statistic decision. on on uh volante the what he's the statistic for this no. he's oh, the right. first fighter in history the first fighter in history to have four fights in a row go to split decision where? Where is that? Oh, wow. I, 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 read, I read it. Oh, on, oh, well, yeah, he's wow. the first fighter in history yeah. to have four fights in a row go to split decision. Go split decision. Yeah. And I think he... Uh, yeah, he's... I mean, it was a fight. Oh, I've no, seen no. the clips of that, but I didn't actually see the whole card. I'll tell you one thing, man. He he throws. He's a big oh, yeah. kid. He's throwing it. Herman was throwing. It was exactly what he wanted. Very close fight. But uh, I think Volante maybe landed the hardest shots, but it was... A typical Volante fight. Uh, my heart was coming out of my chest watching <laughs> the fight. I'm, I text Boyd, I don't think He's I can a Rocky movie. <laughs> no, I really, the guy is he fucking He is a crazy. Rocky movie every yeah. time. Man. Always entertaining. Doesn't give a shit. And it's I funny because he's a good wrestler. Yeah, yeah. No, you won't see none of that from him. Trust me. He's just throwing. And, you know, I mean, and he, he's technically really fucking good, man. But he just gets into those oh, fights and he wants to kill you. But uh, it was really a good scrap. I'm glad he got the win because there was a couple of those split decisions he lost that I thought he won. So yeah. this one was close, so I'm glad they gave it to him. And uh, What you do know, you think of Volante forward. at heavyweight? I told him he should do heavyweight. Uh, you know, I, I'll tell you Would why, he be man. small as heavyweight? You know, he'd, he'd, he's be, faster a, than that, he'd be a little small. But uh, you know what it is? The, the light heavyweight and the heavyweight, it is kind of open for anything. That's what, You know what I mean? You, you know, it's... 
they don't it's not the the right. richest of visions you know so it's not a bad thing to do you know what i mean so it, it depends on uh i don't think he has a problem making the weight so i think he should probably stay at 205 but i there's nothing stopping him from fighting some of those guys what adjustment would he have to make aside from his training would would adjust differently because he's not looking to lose the weight right yeah. and then would would you work on more uh, I guess just getting hit less. I mean, just, well, I mean, I look. I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm not his trainer. You know, but I, mean, like, I think he also holds the record for getting hit the most. Out when of you, which you don't want to do in no, heavyweight. No. Definitely not. Well, he he does. He wants to do that because there's <laughs> something wrong. Always entertaining and like the nicest. Yeah. Nicest the nicest dude. Guy. Yeah. Always, always so uplifting. It, it, it's uh, it's incredible. But he's he's a fighter for sure. Look at this video. I mean, this guy's a fighter. So cheers to Volante. Yeah, I'm really sure. happy for him too because he's going to be with us this week. So I'd rather have him on a win than coming in off a loss. So it's going to be uh, <laughs> should be a fun week with him. <laughs> Anthony Smith defeats Vulcan Ozdemir via submission, rear naked choke in the third. Very smart fight. Very smart fight. Anthony Smith went on uh, later on. I think I saw in the notes in here uh, saying that he would want to fight. He he wouldn't have a problem fighting John John Jones, right? Let's see. Yeah, I say Smith, make the uh, fight. I'm not afraid of John Jones, and there's probably not many people in the division that can say that. Smith tells TMZ Sports, "I'm 100% not afraid of John Jones, and I really believe deep down in my soul that I can beat him." It'd be interesting to see what 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 John Jones is when he when he comes back. What mm -hmm. what version? I mean, he has to fight Gustafsson first. So yeah. Listen, I think he's going to be fine. I don't think things have progressed that much where, you know, he got left in the dust. That guy's a super talented dude. And you don't think any performance enhancer he was on made that big of a difference? Uh, yeah, I don't because think so. Listen, there are some you could give me all the juice down. you want. Yeah. I'm not going to be as good as John Jones. You right. know, like, yeah. the guy is he's good. I thought it was Without... actually detrimental in some ways. I thought he was a little bit slower, you know, than mm. he had been in his earlier years. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, look, the guy, the guy's like he's a, a physical specimen. He really doesn't need PEDs, so that's what that's the that's the crazy part. So psychologically, something has to be off because he's a talented dude and he's huge for two hundred five. You know what I mean? So it does seem you know like you're the biggest guy in the division and you still feel like doing something. Not a good sign. It does seem like he was more reckless than looking to cheat. I agree with just you. Just a reckless, yeah, wild just a guy. Just a reckless, wild kind of guy. Yeah, and I think if you cheater. talk to people that were around back in his days of college, he's the same dude. You know, he's just, he's that guy, you know, and he's got he's going to have to make a change or he's going to lose everything he worked for. Huge thing happened this week. Uh, Mighty Mouse and Ben Askren trade for the first time in, uh, in, in this sport, combat sports. There's a trade between uh, 1FC and the UFC. Mighty Mouse heads over to 1FC where he wanted to go. He felt like there was a lot of competition for him there, a lot of the lighter guys. And Ben Askren, who at one point we were told would never be in the UFC, here he is and he's calling out just about everybody. I tell you, what, you know, I'm, I'm actually excited for Ben Askren. I think there's going to be some really good fights. There's some great matchups for him. And uh, there's a big thing, man. I think we're going to see a couple of good super fights. And... And I hope uh, 1FC takes care of Mighty Mouse, man, because I think he deserves it, too. He's probably the best pound-for-pound pound pound fighter there is, and I just don't think he was getting the love that he deserves. And I think uh, over in Asia, he's going to do really good. 
there's so many guys in that weight class. Yeah, I think that's the first thing. And and what are the implications for the UFC? I'm going to go with one of our questions that came in. And uh, feedbacks at MMAandBeyond.com. That's MMAandBeyond.com. Tell us who you are, where you're from, and feel free to ask a question. Uh, James House writes, end of flyweight. Says Bisping said on UFC tonight that he thinks Mighty Mouse trade means it might be the end of the flyweight division. Wondering what your thoughts are. Man, I'm hoping not. And I think Henry Cejudo really is a good representation of the 125. You know, he's a Olympic gold medalist. He's pretty charismatic. You know, and if he can hold that division together, I think they got the right you know front man for that division. So, uh, man, I hope it's not the end of. Uh, of that either that if if it is then Sasaki's got to go up to one thirty five we'll have too many guys at thirty five we need him at twenty five oh they take Sasaki at one in a second yeah man that's that guy has a great fan base yeah. so he would so have I a great the other fan thing base for when the money you know especially guys that have been around for a long time and they don't feel like they're getting the money they are, they are like Eddie Alvarez Eddie Alvarez has done good for himself you know what I mean sure. and he's gonna get fights over there. He's going to make decent money, and uh, that's it, man. You know, he's he's got to be coming to the end of his career. Everybody so. wins. You don't have to stall them out. They don't have to be stalled out on the on the end of a, a yeah. of a long contract. Exactly. And, and the UFC doesn't feel like they have to stall someone out. They, there is actually a move. Uh, and it looks like for the first time with all these different deals going on that things are loosening up and there's a lot of changes coming down. And the there's pipe. a possibility for super fights. There's exactly. A possibility for for uh, cross crossover, which would be yeah. The Ben Askren thing is big, I think, because he's been kept now, away what kind so of long. Style he's is he? He's more like a, he's a wrestler. kind of wrestler. He's a, style. he's a wrestler. Listen, he's a yeah. pure. He's almost a pure, a pure wrestler. wrestler. No, yeah. no, not really much striking. I don't think he'll. You know, I would like to that. see him in GSP. Yeah, well, him and Khabib, Khabib man. Come back. Yeah, Khabib, he, yeah. I think he's beating Khabib. Khabib definitely not out wrestling that guy. I, I don't oh, believe really? anyway. Wow. Yeah, he's that good. Just not a striker. So how how did he do so well in in MMA? He just takes everybody do down. To that guy. And, yeah. He takes you down, and then that's it. And almost like he's, what Khabib does, right. you know. <clears throat> I mean, but he's not really finishing anyone. He doesn't right, have a ton exactly. of finishes, but he will beat you up for three rounds, five rounds, and you can't submit him. He's good at defense no, he's, he's a real high level wrestler yeah. and it's going to be interesting because he's not a kid anymore either so hopefully he's got a he doesn't have of... any wear and tear though the yeah. guy has like no damage on him i think yeah, he's got see, hit three times in his whole career small guy this is a huge nah, this thing is, this is, this really is big, big. yeah this. i think this is big so you don't so you're hoping the flyweight division doesn't go away i hope it doesn't go away i don't know one said they're gonna one championship said they want to have 130 events a year by 2021 because they have the asian market so you have to imagine the Asian 30 events imagine there's 52 weekends imagine the asian market is like two and a half billion people three billion people the american market we were talking about a lot of us did you get hit in that club you invented did you get hit in the head seriously 132 events can you want to google it and we also want to also take note that we want to talk about a club that he invented (laughs) that was was not lost on me they have plans for 2019 to go from seven shows to 132 yeah, that's crazy. A, setting right? the bar high. <laughs> they're setting I mean, the bar the hell, really who, high. Who the hell worked that budget out for them? <laughs> Apparently, they got big money there. They're throwing out big yeah, money. Yeah. Have a lot. Yeah. That that uh, that app, that Dazen app. That, Love it. Where did they get money from? Uh, they I gave don't Canelo know. Alvarez. I heard about it from Ray Longo. The yeah. next week, 
This Didn't show they... is so popular <laughs> that Dazen <laughs> actually offered my recommendation, week. signed Canelo Alvarez. Yeah, right. Right. I gave it the stamp of approval, right, and they got it. Canelo. First, Ray said it looked amazing on his TV, and I haven't stopped hearing yeah, about was, that damn good. app. I think, I, I think, look, these HBO guys, these guys, they quit these guys want to be said. the sports arm, like Netflix is yeah. the movies. They want to be the Netflix of sports. Which is and great. And I think that's a great goal. And it looks like they're uh, they're doing it. All they need is Ring of Combat, man. I think to really round off the menu. To round it out. <laughs> Listen, when, Why when, is Bonaduce laughing when, when UFC first um, first came out with their fight pass and that, how great are, they, are those archives? As a yeah. fan, but how great as a coach are those archives? It's yeah, like, that was the whole, uh, yeah, amazing. really good. Because you could always pull up fights. I mean, we were always asking the UFC, can you send us a DVD of the guy's fights when they were fighting? And... This really took that away, and uh, yeah, it's it's very helpful. So if if uh, Dazen has something like that, where you could look at archives, or or mm. or if someone would have some sort of archives that you can buy into like that, aside from from what we could do on YouTube already, you right, have right. the actual stuff. It would be great. You and I were talking before uh, before the show about Felix Trinidad and these type of things, and referencing yeah. a couple of fights. How great would it be to have an app and say, oh, you know, I'm sitting at the airport today. Let me watch Trinidad yeah. fight uh, Hopkins. I tell you, all of those fights I do think for boxing are on YouTube. You could pull up some of the old fights that are great, and uh, you know, because somebody's always putting that stuff up. But uh, it would be really good to have an app that that could that do it. That just has those those uh, those archives, and even the older fights, the the older the Ali fights and these type no, of things yeah, that awesome. are that are a lot harder. Always uh, good to go back and look at those fights. Harder to find. So, hey, thanks a lot for that question, James House. Uh, and of course, anyone else who wants to write in any questions, it's MMAandBeyond.com, or you could reach out to Ray or myself through our social media. Ray Longo is Ray Longo MMA, and uh, I'm Steve Maraboli. One word. Where could they find you, brother? John the Manimal Beneducci. Oh, my God. John the Manimal. Sounds so, yeah, ominous. Sounds so ominous. Yes. Ominous. <laughs> Mostly just. name. I just... Oh, yeah, let's go. How'd you get the nickname? How'd you get the name? The Manimal. So uh, I was at a comp, and uh, I used to train with Rodrigo Gracie. So when I first started training in 2000, Matt Serra and Rodrigo Gracie had just got their black belts in like 99, right? Like the year before, I think they just got their black belts. And they had a school together in the back of a karate gym in Valley Stream. Right. Okay. So Matt opened up East Meadow maybe a year after I started training and Rodrigo had a place in Limbrook. So I was training with Rodrigo until he moved to Cali. So one day I'm at a comp and a guy gets me in a choke and I'm like in this choke like <laughs> and I get out of it, turn it around, get the other guy. He's like, you're like a little man animal. Like a manimal and Nardu and Phil were there, and they're like, "Oh, that's that's it. That's a good nickname, you know, that's manimal." And it stuck because I run around barefoot in the woods, and I'm hairy as hell. So it was like, "Oh, <laughs> you know, it just fit." I'm a, I'm a you know, so I'm you pretty em- wild. you embraced it right. From I embraced day one. it. I was like, "Yeah, I lived in the woods for four months." I was like, "Yeah, it makes sense." Like a man animal, and I used to love the '80s show where he turns into like, like a panther. You ever? I don't know if you ever seen no, the '80s no. show, Manimal. This is a 1980s show, Manimal, and the guy would wow. like turn into a panther. Christopher oh, gosh, you thing. find that. Buddy. Christopher Ducey, you got you got two Manimal. jobs now. Uh, one FC doing 4,000 shows. Well, Manimal's shows easy because that was like a pretty. Yeah. 
I wouldn't say popular show, but it was a show. And he would turn into all these different animals to like fight crime or whatever it was. I gotta tell you, it's very interesting. I never heard of that. That you've never heard of this. Well, you see, there's all kinds of things I know that will get lost when I die. Uh, Oh, that's legit. (laughs) Legit. It's 1982. (laughs) This show's from like 1982, 83. Is this before the Hulk? It looks like I think it's contemporary. It's like right. It's like probably the same guy made the Hulk. It's funny how hokey it is, though, right? No, this is amazing. (laughs) This was cutting edge for this time. This was. It was. This this probably had the biggest budget. This poor guy was probably in makeup for 25 years. They had to just, they had to take those, like, in, yeah, Yeah. in sequence. I think this was claymation. Like a claymation, yeah. Yeah. I think it was claymation. (laughs) 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 Don't ever say I didn't teach you something, new. Wow. Oh, oh that's master, the best one right of there. Tiger paws. Yeah, this no. is. He's about to use that <laughs> tiger paw. Wow. All right, so okay. this Let's resonated. Let's keep moving on because right, right. I feel responsible. Else. I brought him in, so I don't know. He's starting to go off the rails no, this on is us. Great. All right, well, so, wait. So that's how it's you got. It's MMA and Beyond. Uh, yeah, yeah, bring me, I bring the Beyond. Yeah, yeah, awesome. The last guy that brought the Beyond. We don't even know where he is right now. He's, he's beyond, beyond our comprehension. Who's that? We can't even, we're not allowed he's, There's a gag order We can't even mention his name We've been issued a gag order Oh wait If you hear my Six Barrel podcast Wait so wait So I that was it Manimal Rodrigo Ma- Grace yeah, When was Rodrigo- the last time You talked to Rodrigo Dude he is so wild now, I he, think he, I talked how, to him Maybe five years ago How funny is he uh, Dude no, He Hadri- was crazy Hadrigo's, Absolutely Hadrigo's crazy. the wildest Him yeah. and Matt uh, Being roommates together uh, Oh forget uh, it That was not a good scene No that was not a good scene yeah, the, yeah. And, uh, living in Hewlett together, <laughs> <laughs> which is even funny. How they ended up on the South Shore. How? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that one day, Rodrigo's just like, "Man, I'm moving to California." I'm like, "Really? You know, you got a school with like a hundred students here. You have like four pro fighters." Like, <laughs> well, I think he just left. He didn't even leave a sign on. <laughs> Nothing. He was oh, out. Yeah. See you tomorrow. You. Know, I remember. Uh, I was like, one day I, I remember asking, I was like, you know, could we get like crash pads so we could do takedowns hard? And he was like, nah, we don't need them. And the next day I go in and he has pinball machines in the back room, like where you would have the locker room. He had yeah. pinball machines. I was like, what the hell is this? He was like, he's playing Terminator pinball. He's like, man, I bought these pinball machines only like five grand. I was like, <laughs> Dude, but you didn't want to buy crash pads for the, <laughs> <laughs> for the MMA gym? He's like, Poha, play this game. He was a funny, so funny. He so was he, a Did he go to dude, California dude. for the for the jujitsu scene out there? or? I think he went he to just... surf. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, we got, we got married, I, right? He got married. Yeah, yeah, Laura. Yeah. yeah. He went out to, I think her family was from California. And uh, I think he wound up teaching out there. I think he has a little school out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still yeah. doing seminars and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. But he's uh, really good. Rodrigo is great. Rodri- Pressure yeah. passing and had great fights in Pride, too. Yeah, he, had he had some, some good, good fights, fights. In, in Pride, you know? Yeah, I definitely trained him for I think I trained him for the BJ Penn fight. Oh, that was a tough fight. Yeah. At Rumble think, on the Rock. Right, We were training yeah. hard for that. Yeah, it was a tough fight, you know? Yeah, uh, he was good, Rodrigo. Really uh, good. Just uh, just old school fighters, man. Yeah. Just old, st- old school pressure fighting. pass game too. That was that you don't see a lot anymore in jujitsu. Nah, uh, yeah, very good, really so, good. So how did the manimal 
invent the club? What, what club? So I used to, okay, so listen, in, in like 2006, okay, so you know like Onnit makes a steel mace, steel sure, clubs, sure. they're very popular Onnit, now. On it, your sponsor. I love that company. I take their They're shroom amazing. tech all the time. Amazing. They are amazing. Uh, shroom tech. Shroom tech. They shroom do a mushroom yeah. supplement, a gorgeous substance yeah, yeah. I take. Uh, so before anyone was doing it, I used to manufacture these clubs, but instead of how the Onnit mace is solid, mine is made of PVC, and inside you could put water or sand, and this way the weight moves, kind of like a slosh pipe. Okay. Uh, so it's an unstable, gives you a little unstable movement. So I made those in 2006. I actually did okay with them. I sold them for like two, three years, and then the market just wasn't there for them. So Ray bust my balls because everyone used to bust my balls about it. Because if you're ahead of the time, that so, sounds ev- so unlike Ray. Yeah. Oh, if you're ahead of the time, everyone thinks you're stupid. So oh, what are you gonna do next? Stick that thing in your ass? So I'm like, well, I, I, I haven't. No, but thanks. Uh, so then he's like, oh, now that stuff is popular. You should bring it back. And I own two patents on it. So I was like, oh, so I, I think, think about we're bringing it. back the club. Bring so I'm thinking about club. bringing back the I club. I made a few and uh, I sold a couple just randomly. I put a, a video of me online using it. And uh, yeah, maybe I'll bring them back. You know, say the guy was way ahead of his time. Way ahead really of his time. Was. He really was. No, no, he really no, was. I mean, certain things you can just wind yeah. up and you look crazy. There's a lot which of I'm guys. Fine I with looking years crazy. ago, guys opened up like a health food store. <sighs> The people just weren't ready to eat healthy at that point, like 25 yeah. years ago. They were so aware of how unhealthy what they were eating. Exactly. And you the guys still really see old magazines where they're nice like, places. four out of five doctors say use yeah. Parliament. And, like, and you're like, wait, you know, they were just didn't know. Yeah, if you open, imagine you opened up a vegan restaurant 20 years ago. You'd be out of business the right. next day. Now you could thrive with, with that. The goal was yeah. meat. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the club. And inside the weight moves. So it gives you a little stretch going back. And I just, you have a bunch of different flows with it. It's very, it's same things you would do with the mace. But inside, yeah, it's hollow. And then the it's variable. And yeah. then you have to adjust for variable. I, yeah. I started using it to rehab my shoulder because after I hurt my shoulder, uh, that helps all the small muscle groups in the shoulder. And it gives you a little bit, of, little bit of extra mobility when that weight kicks back. If you let it kick you back, a little stretch you out. And then controlling it will stabilize. Oh, that was a good right hand landed in that. You see that? <laughs> I look good. That was the best shot I landed in a fight. I was like, why go down? Yeah, God damn. Speaking of swinging huh? things, have, have you, things you been, have you been watching yeah. the what Dodgers, Red Sox, Ray? So it's no. Justin. Oh, okay. I see him on the notes here, Steph. Thank you so much. Because where you don't need 100 clubs. That's not my thing. That's perfect. It is. It is. And I saw. I saw that there was a seven-hour game the other night. Wow. World Series. What the, sport is that? The thing. Yeah. The thing with baseball <laughs> is that in those seven hours, you could still have played those seven hours and still not be sweating. Like it's, <laughs> it's. It's just not my favorite. But I know that a lot of people are. But since no one at the table is into it, we can move on. But go whoever it is that you want to win, uh, in that. Um, Oh, he's a big Boston. Yeah, he's a big. Oh uh, yeah, they're like big Boston. Yeah, I'm he's sure, a big Boston uh, guy. Yeah. John Anik is probably. No, oh, Anik's another big. He Boston should be guy. really he's excited too. Jealous. Hey, what happened with the uh, John Anik uh, Ray Longo jujitsu match? Is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> for those pulled, of you who don't know, I am a pulled. proud listener of the Anik and Florian <laughs> podcast, where you could you can hear uh, uh, Ray Longo on every Monday late afternoon. Uh, and I want to say it was last episode, John Anik floated the idea of him taking on Ray Longo in a jiu-jitsu match. Yeah, and I'm curious. This thing could be taking legs, man. Ray, I'll throw 100 bucks in if you submit them. 
Wow. I'm putting, I, might, yes. I might not submit him. I might crush him. But uh, uh, wait, if he taps, though, that's a submission. <laughs> if he taps the pressure, it's a submission. Poor Anik. <laughs> did he just start training in jiu-jitsu? Yeah, yeah, he just started. Well, so oh, perfect. Well, wait, Clint. No, but you're yeah. a lot bigger than him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, you know, I didn't use do, what you I, have. I didn't do the calling out. I got, uh, you were innocent on the show. I got <laughs> actually, I think I, he actually threatened me on the show. <laughs> uh, okay, I, do I need to raise the ante? I'll, I'll put up 500 bucks <laughs> if you submit them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> make sure that Ray's like, no, no. So uh, I love I love Anik. Yeah, man, he's such yeah. a good dude. He just he just comes across as a good, genuine dude and passionate. And also, I, I want to say that I read somewhere that he he just re-upped Bring the with the UFC. Yeah, yeah, so he re-upped great, his contract. Man, so congrats to him and congrats to the UFC because he's a great get. Uh, so congrats to them as well on securing him for for a while longer. Frankie Edgar, bummer of news, man, forced out of his featherweight bout against uh, uh, Chan Sung Jun. At UFC Fight Night 139, and uh, Yair Rodriguez replaces Frankie Edgar for this. That should be a good fight. Yair mm. looking to to get back and impress. That should be a good fight for mm. Yair too. And that, that would be a good win. I feel like my heart goes out to Frankie. I know how much he loves fighting, and I know how much he means to uh, Mark Henry. So man, that's a that is a bummer. The uh, Dana White says not interested in uh, Nate Diaz fight until quote. Nate Diaz is just dying to fight. So I'm not sure what that means. I don't even know what to make of that. It must be some sort of behind the scenes of of what it must be like to negotiate (laughs) with with Nate Diaz. Uh, I saw this in the notes. It was really funny. Joe Rogan uh, said Logan Paul is, quote, way better than CM Punk. And I want to say that Ray Longo is the first one to point (laughs) out that Logan Paul did have a lot of uh, technical. Uh, I thought he looked yeah. good. I thought he looked pretty good for what you're telling me. Never fought before and hasn't done anything. I thought I'm basing it all on the facts that I got. He looked better uh, than CM Punk, but yeah. Ray, I would fight both brothers, Logan <laughs> yeah. Paul and Jake Paul. That's because you're the, the animal. animal. I do both. Who you know the who the says Jake that? Paul. Jake, dead Logan Paul and Jake Paul are both internet bullshit wow. YouTuber. Not bullshit. They yeah, have a lot gotta, of followers. Let me not say that. I gotta get with it. But my my nephews are like eight and ten, and they're like, look at they they always show me like Jake and Logan Paul. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd fight both of them at the same time. It'd be really exciting. <laughs> It'd be like so cool to do a two on one. You don't think it would be cool to do two on one? No cool one could sanction it. Just YouTube sure. it. Yeah. Yeah. No. No one's sanctioning. No. No. I don't need it sanctioned. That's fine. I don't need it sanctioned. No. I don't need it. Sanctioned. Ray, how fun would it be for me to train for a fight against two guys? This was that'd be exciting, right? This was eye opening because of the the each of these fighters we're looking at made millions of dollars on this. Yeah, yes. This was they made more than than probably than most UFC fighters will ever in the whole make career. In their whole career. In the whole career off of this fight. So that was eye-opening just to have that and know that uh, if you get some good cameras in there and stream it, I mean, you it's... can make some money. I mean, of course, have millions of followers that'll pay the $10. That was also smart, making it the price of a movie. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome, man. 10 bucks, you got, I think they have 15 million views, right? Yeah, they, they, yeah. they, 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 they killed They crushed it, it yeah. They absolutely crushed it. Ray, what do you think we could get if I fight both of them? I don't know. Nah. Or do well, I need to get more followers yeah, well, first? I you'll have their. I'll get more followers. Have their combined followers. Yeah. I'll get some more too. In the meantime, yeah. okay. how many followers you have? Three thousand. I need yeah. to up it. I need to times it by like a hundred thousand. Yeah, and then well, I'll be straight. Like in million. the talks leading up to that fight, you'd multiply for uh, yeah, sure I your think followers. So. 
Yeah, then I'd have like a million and, followers. And you'd have more customers for the club. <laughs> if I decide to make it again, yeah. Bring the club. Bring the back the club. Can I fight both Look, of them with the club? I'll yeah, smash the club. <laughs> Doc Sherry will just be like, no. Hey, on a, on a positive note, also shout out to uh, Heather the Heat Hardy as she wins her first title at Madison Square Garden. Congratulations to you. She puts a lot of hard work and dedication into it, uh, and she writes. Um, tonight I won my first title at Madison Square Garden on HBO Boxing. Not only uh, and still, but and new. Eight years ago, I never knew about boxing. Six years ago, I was homeless, living out of a tiny office at Gleason's Gym. Never give up on your dreams. They might actually come true. Beautiful, and congratulations again to Heather, the Heat, Hardy. Um, I think that was the last fight card on HBO. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, that's, that's true. I like Heather, too. Yeah. That's it. She works, man. She yeah. works. I tell you That's what, she sure. toughed it out too. She had got her nose broken. That one fight came back for it again. Like, you know, she's tough. And what what exactly is she fighting right now? What are we looking at? <laughs> what the, the, the other what is that? She had the 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 girl the girl who she's fighting uh, has a very uh, uh, model meadow pies way to her. Oh wow, you're you not good. Him? Wow, man, I'm impressed. Buddy. Very impressed with that, mm-hmm. buddy. You're, I knew you're 100% boxing right. back then. They have the she, same hairstyle. Yeah, for very sure. same hairstyle and same uh, kind of way that they're wearing their shorts. What was his first bit? Paez. Jorge right? Malmedo yeah, Paez. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Man. Yeah, he was, and he wore that better. If this was one of those magazines, who wore it better? He wasn't. Really, <laughs> he wasn't like his family was from the circus. Yeah, right? he, he, he had yeah. great balance. That yeah, guy, yeah. Right? He was like a trapeze artist. <laughs> On more uh, more dramatic, I and mean, we t- we try to keep things uh, on the on the uh, on the positive on this show. But Luke Cockhold throwing some some heat. Ray Longo he 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 says to uh, he say? to Submission Radio he says, Jacare and Chris Weidman. I've had to beat the brakes off both of them. We'll see who comes out on top and where they fall. I think Weidman's gonna bitch and complain and wait around for a title fight again, like he's been talking, like he deserves it uh, when he's won in his last. He's won in his last four fights or something like that. So, I mean, he, I don't even know he, what to make of that. So he, he's so he's assuming he's, he's that assuming Weidman, Weidman's going to win. Okay, so that's a good thing. So he's saying <laughs> he Weidman's going to yeah. win. Yeah, yeah. So after fight. he wins, he's, he feels he's like Chris is going to bitch and complain and, and wait for a title fight. Um, I I don't even know what to make yeah, of that, but I, I did want it to be. I mean, really, I think. Yeah, that Weidman should have had the title shot against Whitaker because he beat Gastelum, and now Gastelum has the title shot against Whitaker. So why wouldn't Weidman be the logical one to have that? And those fights that he lost were very close. Right. I think. Listen, I that think fight with Yoel. I think yeah. that fight with Yoel. He was yeah. winning that fight. You know, the fight with Rockhold. I mean, it'd be nice to see him uh, avenge the loss, but you know what? Sometimes it's better that you don't. I think Rockhold sees that the divisions him. are stacked and 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 that he's trying to not get lost in the conversation, being injured and out, and so I think this is more of a positioning. And and actually going to uh, one of our questions that came in from Dy, he writes about Weidman's path. He says, "Hey guys, love the show. Weidman looks ready. If Weidman wins, do you think he can beat he can beat Whitaker, or would he still have to fight Rockhold?" That's a great question, Dy, and thank you for asking. I think Luke's 
<clears throat> comment is kind of on that, where he's assuming Weidman's going to win, and he he would rather fight Chris next than Chris have a title shot. Right, right. And, just, and, just so Chris doesn't get the title yeah, shot. Exactly. I, mean, I can see him doing I, that. So I think that that's more more that, and that's why he's... And, and why does this guy say, do you think he could beat Whitaker? Is he assuming Whitaker's going to beat Gastelum? I guess mm-hmm. this guy's I assuming Whitaker's going to beat Gastelum. There's a lot of assumptions, There's a lot of assumptions going, on. going on here. On. Gastelum hits hard, man. He hits I hard, and, and he, he, yeah. he, 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 could, he could catch him. Um, but I, I think, Gastelum's personally... Personally, I well, I know Chris Weidman could beat Gastelum, and and I think right. he could beat Whitaker. I, I just think that for Gastelum, Weidman's probably about the worst matchup he could have. Mm-hmm. Just too big on the wrestling, and I think you saw it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he can hold his own standing up. Although Chris did hurt him too, standing up, but on the ground it was just too big of a a difference. And it, it, with surprisingly, Gastelum did good with. Not good, but he 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 escaped Jacare a lot of times. Jacare couldn't submit him. He did have him in the armbar, but the guy stuck to the basics, remained calm, and uh, he got the nod in that fight. But uh, Chris is definitely a different type of wrestler than Jacare. Even though Jacare's got the jujitsu, Weidman Weidman on top is a beast, especially for a guy that's that size. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot, lot of, for a lot of strength and a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah you're not going to be able to relax down there like he was able to do with. Uh, with Jacare, and I think we saw that. So that's really interesting. If if Gastelum beats Whitaker, mm. then that's the fight that's going to happen, which will be unbelievable. And I think he's beating Whitaker. You, you think so? You think he's beating Whitaker? I I I I I don't know how Whitaker beats him. Gastelum's he's good, wow. man. You got to remember they're both one seventy pounders, mm. so there's no right. size difference there. <clears throat> and I I that's a that's a good fight. Oh. That's a good fight, man. You got to remember, but Gaslam gets you in trouble. He he finishes you, like you know Ro- Romero got him in trouble. He just had no finishing ability. But Gaslam, he's a different cat, man. And, and he's got and he's got the cardio to keep going. When's that fight <laughs> happening? I, don't, I have no idea. No is, idea. Is it? Is it even? Is it, is it like mean, the they agree that that's over, the fight, and uh, that's the fight? That's the fight. Yeah. They just don't have a date for it, or. Is it December 29th? Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, right. They have the whole season. All right. So it'll be a little bit. But I am excited for that fight, man. Yeah, that'll be be great. No, Kelvin, man, Kelvin, no joke, man. Look at the guys he's ran through. In a division that that yeah right he's he's going to be a small guy in without a doubt. So now he's not going to be the small guy. So, Mm. yeah. That that, so I think that. To be, to to start with, with the what Rockhold said, I think he was positioning for because he doesn't want to get lost. Yeah, in this. I think so. And I because you're you this, talking about in two. this sport, you're out for a year, you're out for a man. I tell you, just time. It just you oh, get Chris Weidman. Under, yeah. So I, like it, what happens when when, when yeah. you take a you have a little bit of a break between fights? You, you see how quickly you can get lost in there. Rockhold's he knows that the the Weidman Jacare fight is not going to be a boring fight. He knows that the Gaslam Whitaker fight not going to be a boring yeah, fight. Exactly. You'll you'll easily get lost in the memory of that and and out of that conversation. So I think by saying things like "I've had to beat the brakes off both of them," he's trying to just stay relevant. I agree with you. So we got some law MMA fighters coming doing some stuff. Oh man, big week this week! Not only Chris Weidman, we got Steam Roller. 
Rolling. I wonder if when he wins, if he's going to give a shout out to that retreat he went to. Do <laughs> <laughs> animal training camp? Uh, Bring let him well, bring I, one I of did, the I in. And the, I didn't pay him for it, but <laughs> so I'm just putting we, a thought in his We mind. can talk about that after the <laughs> when he wins. We can talk about that. Uh, he's been feeling good in training, though. Yeah. I, I mean, he's, he's good, more he the weight class. I train with more. Yeah. We have uh, Nick so. Turdick, one of the Hofstra wrestlers, come down. Great guy. Great work tonight. Really good work. You know what I want to see? Submission. Yeah. Steamroll has been looking good at jujitsu. You know, we train at Sarah's. Been looking good at jujitsu. Nice. You know, I'd love to see. Uh, his wrestling looked good tonight. His wrestling was good he's too. Tough. He was. Uh, yeah, he he's, good. You know, we trained together in the wrestling class at Aljo's class, so we wrestled together all the time in jujitsu. Feels good. He's so, mentally strong. I love to see him just freaking get yeah, he's out got there. A tough fight. This kid's tough. Oh, Lando, he's tough. He is going to be a good scrap. It really is. And there, I think they're the main event of the of the fight pass prelims. I want to say, I think they're the. Yeah, the main event of Fight Pass. That should be great against Lando Venata. See, I think you just keep adding more, like, you know, types of uh, prelims, fight pass. You get, everybody has a main event. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm, you could say he's the main event. He's the main he event. He doesn't have to tell you what yeah. he's the main event of. <laughs> I'm fighting in the main event. I'm fighting in the main That's event. That's awesome, man. Of the fight pass. Then I'm the, then I'm the main event of Unbelievable. the prelims. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Black Beast. Derek Lewis said DC. They switched that main event card like three or four times. Well, I think they were trying to do a bunch of things. I think that first they, were they wanted trying, to do Nate Diaz. They wanted to do John Jones first, right? And then he said he wasn't ready. And then they went to try and do the Diaz thing. But Poirier, but when when it yeah, wasn't a one sixty five pound title, yeah. it fell out. Then they wanted to Which do the no girl one but title. Them said. Like, <laughs> I like the idea of weight classes. What do you think? Oh, I, I'd love to see more. I would like course. to see personally a weight class every like at the low weights every eight pounds. Yeah, no, I, I, and the then more, once you get heavier, I, I, then look, you can like have the, the disparity. Way boxing boxing I have no problem with it. You know? well, well, even like college wrestling is one thirty-two, one forty-one. Yeah. Right? Is they have yeah, like that's, that's a big gap, fifteen pounds. Fifteen pounds is big. huge when you're not big. Like fifteen pounds is is. More than fifteen percent of their body weight. What is it at that? Ten uh, percent. Oh my God! Now you have to make but me do it's math. It's, it's like just 10% those. Of their body it's just weight. those weight cuts. It, it's it's all tremendous. It, it's yeah, uh, but we they'll, had this they'll conversation. Find, they'll find a way to screw that though, up. Are going to still try to get to the lowest? Yeah, weight yeah. I class think that anyway. doesn't. Yeah. No matter you know what, what I mean? you put like, in, yeah, no matter what you put in, and you still going to have to change. You would have to change to rectify all that. You'd have to change when you weigh them in, like. Like, you like the way like one does it? Huge educational. Uh, so, like jujitsu, they they call me to mat number three, right? And I walk over, on my way to mat number three. They weigh me. <laughs> like right. that. Do you like the way one does it? Hydration tests you two days out, and you can't cut. You water can't weight? cut more. You can't cut right. water weight. Yeah. Yeah, that seems to because that'll keep you more towards. And your they all bump them up weight. a weight class then. Yeah. So, like, if you're a one twenty five pound fighter, you actually fight a one thirty five. And well, one what day. about your opponent? They test you. No, you both. But, yeah, but I'm saying one guy fails the test, 
Oh, then oh, what yeah. happens? Then they get. Then you have to hydrate up and see what you weigh right, at. I feel so like seriously. I want. I want a, a breathalyzer on this guy. <laughs> I got to tell you, this one FC is your demise tonight. Oh, I like one FC. So now they just. What do they do with the other fighter? They make him go up and wait. They got a hundred. Everyone that you chugging gallons of water. If, if, if this one FC, one FC paying you tonight. It's like one FC propaganda. Paul Brothers. I'm trying to get it. Chris, the producer, did we see about that 160? 65 fights a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, how they? Yeah. I'll see where I found them. Yeah, how the heck are they doing that? They now they they water you test should, you two days you out. Google, uh, yeah. Expansion plans. Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. 30. Which year? Yeah, that's all 30 right. and 2019, but we're on 2021. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you just had the one wrong. 30 makes, yeah, 30 makes 30, more sense. There you go. 52 I mean, you were being positive. You have to have three a week. <laughs> I mean, he was being positive. 135. 135. One. I mean, I, this is one of C. Now I'm starting to think it's not a good idea. So imagine that they make the guy 125. He goes up to 135, but the other guy still stays at 25. <laughs> What did, what did this guy do to the podcast tonight? No, seriously, he took this thing out of control. Christopher producer, can you verify any to see if he even invented this fucking club? I'm actually starting to think it's not even his. Oh no, if you start Googling Power Sam, it's gonna throw some old stuff up there. Holy shit. Oh, you're gonna dredge up my past. Oh my god. You know I'm wild, right? Yeah, no, no, obviously. And, uh, He's the man. Let's just keep it at He's that for right now. Save that for That's another podcast. <laughs> He's the man. You could be a guest he, he on Doctor Sherry's podcast. What's yeah. the name of that podcast? Breaking it down. Breaking, Breaking it, down. it down. He's yeah. gonna be on there. Yeah. <laughs> I have some interesting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> interesting stuff to break down. There we go. Uh, Chris looking good. Chris feeling good. Chris is looking in order. good, man. Tomorrow. Uh, we have Embedded coming over, and I'll uh, give him his last workout, go over a couple of things with him. Had a great chat with him tonight. He's in the right spot. He's healthy. I'm happy as a pig in shit, and that's all that matters, man. I think he had a really smart camp, and uh, this is going to be a great fight, man. I'm I'm, ex I'm excited. Very, he's very excited. He's been looking really good set. in training. He looks he was great. Tra I, his weights we were right. training yeah. with him Friday. Yeah, he's looking solid. Yeah. Yeah. He's looking tight. You know, he's looking, he's looking yeah, good. He's, he's, he's ready he's, to he's go. He's like a right, champion. He's in the right spot. Looking, feeling, sounding like a champion. That's fantastic. And uh, Steamroller, again, looking good. Uh, we got uh, November 16th, Invicta, Mizuki. Mizuki. I'm excited for her, too. Can't wait for her. She's fighting a girl that fought in the UFC, so it'll be a good gauge. Uh, you know, if all goes she trains well, her Mizuki. She's she'll, uh, yeah, she'll uh, win that fight, and hopefully she'll get picked up by the UFC. And November 17th, Suzaki's at UFC Argentina. You going to Argentina? I, you know, I haven't figured out what I'm doing yet. We got to figure that out this week, though. I really don't know. <laughs> I tell you, my, wait, my back's feeling better. I think I'm going to Argentina. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, you have stuff on the 16th also, right? Well, that, well I definitely can't do both. Right. Sure. I did kind of commit to Mizuki already, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I love Suzaki. Oh, you're going to go from Oklahoma to Argentina? <laughs> That's a 15-hour Oh, wait, but you no, have seriously. On the he, 16th, no, seriously. Before I got Oklahoma here, was he drinking, was he drinking <laughs> no, before he I got great. here? Vibrant as I, ever. I think he slapped hat. What time do you normally go to bed? Is this late for you? Oh, my God. This is late for me. I don't know what time it is, but 
Yeah, it's late for me. See, I told you, he's slap <laughs> yeah. happy. This you know, like, I start at five in the morning. It's ten thirty. <laughs> Not tomorrow, you won't be. You won't even get home till five in the morning. So the sixteenth. There's no lights out here. We're in Long Island. How come you guys don't have street lights in Long Island? It's so dark at night. North Shore of Long Island. North Shore. He's scaring the crap. Levels to the. In Brooklyn, we have lights. All right. So the sixteenth, you have Oklahoma, but you also have Atlantic City, don't you? Yeah. Listen, we have. Technically, four what are you, guys. One FC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think this is how one FC is going to do forty thousand fights in a year, according to our man on the street. But uh, technically, we have four guys fighting in four different places. Because right. I think Charlie the Cannibal is supposed to be fighting in California. Wow. Bazooki's in Oklahoma. Bazooka's in Atlantic City, and Sazaki, nice guy that he is, took a fight in Argentina. I actually asked him, "Can you keep it like kind of local?" Sure. <laughs> Way to spread the team around. Completely yeah. opposite hemisphere. Yeah. yeah. Be, oh, that's right. Bazooka is doing in summertime uh, the 16th in combat. Quick turnaround time for him. But right now, I only have November 3rd on my mind. That's and I'll, it. I'll figure everything out. December but, uh, 7th, Austin gets to uh, Austin Hulk uh, gets to uh, see what he's got at Madison yeah, Square Garden Theater. He, he's mm-hmm. looking Dude, really he's good. He's big and strong, man. That's a big 55. Is he doing 55, right? Yeah, he's, a, he's good. He's really good. Yeah, I mean, for an eighteen-year-old kid, he's he's fantastic. And of course, and a, and a sweetheart, great family. I I, I really like Austin. And of course, mid-December, December fifteenth, good old Raging Al. Mm-hmm. Speaking of good, speaking of fifty-five pounder, great session tonight. Raging Al, he's coming to fight. I uh, I texted him the other day. I was listening thing. to Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Well, and well, Rogan really talked him up, and I and I I texted him. I'm like, dude, at X X Y Z time, Rogan really has nice things to say to you. And he texts me back. He's like, dude, I just heard that last night. It's so amazing. It, it it's so good. Like, he got a lot of recognition. Something we all know because we see him. Uh, but the world saw Rage and Al, and and how technical he can be, and what a great striker, and what a good heart he has, and and how for for as crazy as he seems sometimes. He's a really, really bright and uh, technical fighter, and 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 I think that everyone got put on notice. And and I'm and I'm listen, uh, man. That could be fight more. was all hot. I don't yeah. want to keep beating that over and over again, but again, he did no wrestling for that fight. He was able to get back to his feet. He really didn't take much damage either. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you could say what you want about that fight, but that fight I think tells you everything you need to know about that. And, kid. and what he said after that fight, where where he. Where everyone else could could see that he was beaten for five rounds, and he said, "Just give me an opportunity to train for it and let me yeah. back in there." Yeah, yeah. Who else? A doubt. Who else is gonna say yeah. that? You know, like give me an opportunity to train and, and let me I mean, back that guy's in there. Mauling people, mauling them, and that was a great fight. I man. gave out two rounds of that fight. I mean, I'm biased. No, seriously, of Doc. Okay. I'm biased. Doc, I'm biased. No, no, look, I love why I'm so biased. I was like, oh. Seriously. I was like, he did I want a full medical checkup on this guy. I was like, wait. one FC an event every other day of the year. I was like, wait, he didn't get totally Literally. That's his round. Monday, Wednesday, Friday event. Seriously, he's really, right now he's left the building. I'm telling you right now. You know what? Because I was at the garden, too. Are you having a good time on this podcast? Are you having a good time right now? Tell me you don't have a good time when you're with me. Even at the fight, I was cracking him up. When I fought, I was cracking right up. Can we find out about the uh, 1FC before we uh, close out the show? No chance. the producer. Oh, wait, he's looking away. He's on his phone now. Oh, no, he's checking if his Thank phone God, says yeah, it. Don't give him the Wi-Fi <laughs> password again. Yeah, no, well, let's see if it's true on his phone. 
It's in my notes. So way to validate his phone. See, I, I've seen, I only have like, a so, screenshot. Like, to me, this was really beyond tonight. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is, this is, I think, what we were talking about. Beyond. Yeah. Beyond. This is what we, I think this, this is what we might we, have to bring him in here more. He, he has, I would love to have him in more often. <laughs> oh, so shit, he found Joe McKillop with a sword in his head. That's his partner. That's Although Halloween that could costume? be something that is would that make. Joe McKillop is, is with a power Halloween? sword? That's not me. No, but uh, <laughs> I, is that is that what came up with the power sword? Yeah, that's so funny. There's not like an old school 2007 one. Looks a little like Damien. Go to YouTube. There's a lot of these. There's a lot of those. It's so funny. Oh, I'm animals. John, how huh. can people find you? Tell people where to look you up. Uh, easiest way. I I I love Instagram. Uh, John the Manimal Benedici. At uh, Instagram, I'm pretty sure you can't. Spell I gotta my tell you, if there's one person that, that wants to find him after this interview, <laughs> I, I bet. You, I, if there's someone that actually wants right. to find me after this interview, you'll be tagged. You need to see a psychologist. He'll be tagged in the podcast info. If you can't spell his name, he'll be tagged in the podcast info. You could hear, you could find Ray at Ray Longo MMA on Instagram and Twitter, and of course, you could hear him on the Anik and Florian podcast. I'm Steve Maraboli. One word, Doctor Sherry. You can find me at Facebook and uh, breaking it down. Breaking it down. Breaking it down. Love Ooh, it. And you could you could do feedback at MMAandbeyond.com. And for those of you who listen on iTunes, please more and more five star ratings. We have so many now. Thank you so much. And uh, more and more people are able to find our podcast because of it. And if you use on it, please save money. What by product do you use, Manimal? I do the Shroom Tech. Okay. It's a cordyceps mushroom supplement. It's supposed to be good Maybe for we endurance. Test that shroom. Yeah. Maybe you should test it. No, uh, that type of shroom on it doesn't sell. So, unfortunately. <laughs> do you have, you want to push anything? Shout out to any people? No, but you can could, you could check out Manimal Training Camp. Uh, Manimal Training Camp. Manimal, Manimal Training Camp. Camp. All right. Uh, our next one's uh, upstate in April, so we got plenty of time for that. If anyone wants to get in on that, it's a good time. Uh, so I, birthday time. Ooh. I'll be birthday turning time. the big 4-4. Four, four. Wow. That's big 4-4. Four, four. Big 4-4, four, four, sir. Coming in April. Just comes quick. That's young. <laughs> oh, it's That's quick. Young. Young. Hey, if you use any Onnit products or any supplements at all, check out onnit.com slash MMA Beyond. Why not save money while you're at it? So MMA Beyond saves you 10% on the already excellent prices they have. Well, aren't you happy now? You get ten percent. I'm gonna put in my ten percent off coupon uh, next time I put my order in. I might even get something extra, maybe some Alpha Brain. <laughs> you know, oh, I like that Alpha Brain. Yeah, I took it a few times. I took it as a pill. Uh, I don't know uh, if I, I. I definitely noticed the effect from Shroom Tech. You like the? Did you like the Alpha Brain? Did you? I like the a, Alpha Brain. But I was taking it with a Xamax. It was actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know how it would be without anything. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's this guy's took the show to a whole nother level. I'll tell you, and I really think he's dragging really, me down with great. him. No, it was great. It was a great get. It was a great get. Um, folks, you're listening to MA and Beyond. Thanks for telling everyone about the show. We'll catch you next time.